Hi everybody, my name is Alicia. In this lesson, I'm going to talk about three ways to use the word of. This will not cover all uses of the word of, but we'll focus in on three very common and very useful ways to use this word. Let's get started. Okay, the first use of of I want to talk about is use to show connection or relationship between part or parts and whole. So this means when we want to show that two things, two or more things, have some kind of relationship, they fit together, or they have some kind of connection, or we want to talk about things within a larger group, so like for example, pieces of things that are inside a whole of something, we use this meaning of of. Let's take a look at some examples. First example, I ate a piece of cake. Here, we're showing parts inside a whole. In this case, we're looking at one part. Here, my part is a piece, and the whole, in this case, is a cake. So when I want to talk about one part, in this case, a piece, I connect the part to the whole with the word of. I ate a piece of cake. I could make this a plural word if I wanted to. I ate pieces of cake. So I'm still showing a relationship between parts and whole with these words. So you'll see of used in this way very commonly with these counter words and uncountable nouns. Let's take a look at the next example sentence. He broke part of my table. He broke part of my table. So again, we see of is connecting, in this case, quite literally, a part to a whole. In this case, my table. My table represents the whole we're talking about here. So he broke part of my table could mean, like for example, one leg of the table, or a corner of the table, one piece, one portion of the table. So he broke part of my table shows that only one piece was affected. We show part and the relationship to the whole by connecting them with of. He broke part my table is not correct. Part of my table is correct. Okay, let's move on to the next sentence. One of the kids cried. One of the kids cried. Here, we have the kids, referring to a specific group of kids. The part here is one. This means one child, one kid, in the group of kids, cried. So, you'll often see this kind of pattern used when we're talking about people, groups of people, like students or workers, and so on. So, one of the kids cried. We could change this to the plural form as well. Two of the kids cried. It shows parts, or a small number, inside a larger group. So, in this example sentence, we don't know the total number here, but because the kids in the plural form is used, we know that it refers to a specific group of kids. 
and we want to talk about one of those kids. We show the relationship between this one kid and the group of kids with of. One of the kids cried. So this is the first way to use of for this lesson. I want to talk about one more important and related use of of, which is to show a portion inside something. To show a portion inside something means to talk about uh, more than one of something inside a group, for example. So in these cases, I focused on just one part inside a larger group, but if you want to talk about larger numbers, for example, the majority or the minority inside a group, we can use of to show that relationship. Let's look at some examples. First, most of the students passed the test. Most of the students passed the test. So here I'm talking again about people. We see a very similar sentence here. The kids was in my previous example sentence. Here, the students. So I'm talking about a specific group of students. I'm showing though most of the students passed the test. So not just one or two or three students passed the test, but most of the students passed the test. So I connect this most with the larger whole. So this could be the students in the class or the students in the school, whatever. I connect this part even though it's a majority, even though it's most, I connect this with of. Most of the students passed the test. You might also hear the pattern, most students passed the test. That is also okay. If you're including this the though, you need to include of because this the students is referring to a specific group. So the our definite article is showing us that we're talking about a specific group of students. So this could be most of the students in this class or in my class. Something specific is happening there, so we use the. We connect it with of. If you don't use a specific uh, definite article, for example, most students pass the test. That's okay, but the statement becomes less specific. You're just talking about maybe uh, students across the country, for example. We don't know. It's not so clear there. So if you're using the definite article, make sure to use of to connect it. Okay, let's look at another example. The majority of people at the event were rich. The majority of people at the event were rich. Okay, so here I'm using majority, the majority, the majority. So majority is another way to say most, the largest number of people, in other words. So majority, for example, could mean like 80% of people. Basically, more than 50% is a majority. So the majority of people at the event were rich. So this is an example sentence where I could choose to use the definite article or not. The majority of the people at the event were rich. That would also be okay because I'm making it very clear in the sentence 
which people I mean. So people at the event, the specific group of people. So I could say the majority of the people at the event were rich. That's also okay. I've chosen not to include it here because this extra information tells me which people. So the majority of people at the event were rich. Here, my part is this percentage of people, so 50% or more of this group, people at the event, were rich. I show the connection by using of. So this is my part, my portion, and this is my total group, my whole here. Okay, one more example of this. None of us had any idea what to do. None of us had any idea what to do. So here, we're showing zero, none of us. So us, because we're using us, it refers to a group. That means nobody inside our group, no people, zero people inside our group had any idea what to do. So we connect this with none of us. So we wouldn't really say zero of us. It wouldn't sound so natural. We would say none of us. You could also say, nobody had any idea what to do. But we're using of here because we're showing a portion, in this case, none, and we're showing a whole. So when you want to show this relationship between something inside the whole and the larger group, the larger whole, you connect the two with of. Okay, let's continue on to the second point for this lesson. The second point for this lesson is using of to talk about the materials or parts something is made with or to talk about an object's contents. So contents means the things inside something else. This is a bit different from what we've talked about over here. Let's look at a few example sentences. First, let's focus on these two. A cup made of silver. A cup made of silver. This use of of here is showing us the materials that the cup is made of. So a cup made of silver. Silver is the material. Cup is the object. You'll notice too, made is in parentheses. Sometimes native speakers will drop this part when we're talking about the materials or the parts something is made with. A cup of silver. This can sound a little bit more formal, but sometimes uh, we do choose to use made of silver. I like to include it for this lesson just to make it a little bit more clear which kind of of we're talking about. So a cup of silver is also okay to use. To me, it sounds a little bit more polite. So, this of is showing us a material, silver, for a cup. Let's go on to the next sentence, also a material sentence. Her earrings were made of gold. Her earrings were made of gold. So again, you see our material comes after our connecting word of, and the object it's connecting to is earrings. Her earrings were made of gold. So these two sentences show us how we use of to indicate a material or a part that something can be made with. 
I want to look at the next two sentences, though. These two sentences refer to using of for object's contents. First example sentence. I'd like a glass of wine, please. I'd like a glass of wine, please. So you'll notice, as we talked about in this part, we have a counter word and an uncountable noun. So wine is an uncountable noun. Glass is a way to count portions of wine, a way to count servings of wine. Here, however, it's referring to the contents of the glass. So, I'd like a glass of wine, please, means one glass full of wine. So, inside the glass is just wine, a glass of wine. We could say a pint of beer or a cup of juice, for example. Those are all counter words plus uncountable noun connected with of patterns. So, here, this part is referring to the counter word. This is the uncountable noun that's completely inside it. We connect the two with of. One more example of this. The box was full of old letters. The box was full of old letters. This one does not use an uncountable noun. Here, we're talking about a box. In this case, this box, the contents of this box, was, or were rather, the contents were, old letters, old letters. So we're using of here because this is a good hint word, full, full, means like 100% of the inside of the box was old letters. So we're showing the contents there with, uh, we're connecting the item, the object, to its contents with the word of. We could change this. We could add other things, too. The box was full of old letters and pens and pencils. Or the box was full of old pictures. We could change that. We could add other things to this sentence if we want. But we're showing here the contents of the box full of something. So you may see that empty is used in a pattern like this, like the box was, for example, empty of money, empty of money. So this may seem a little bit strange. Why would you say that? But it means there was no money inside the box. Empty means there's nothing inside. So the box was full of means it's 100 percent uh, things inside something. Empty means nothing, zero percent. So the box was empty of money is correct. We sometimes use that. It sounds a little bit more formal, a little bit more polite. But when you want to talk about the contents of something, in this case a box or perhaps a bag, a purse, you can use of to connect the contents with the object itself. Okay, so with this in mind, let's continue to our last use of of for this lesson. Number three. We use of to show belonging. You see this a lot in organizations, in uh, government situations, companies, schools, and so on. We use it to show belonging, to be a member of something. Let's look at these examples. Here, she's the head of the company. She's the head of the company means she's the top of the company. 
So in these patterns, the company is the organization. That's the group. The head means the top or her position, the way in which she belongs to the company. She's the head of the company. We could change this part right here to reflect a different position in the organization. She's a manager in the company. She's a worker in the company. But you'll notice we change of to in, in situations like that, because it's like we're not talking about one specific key figure. We're talking about one person that's kind of like a member of a group. So she's a manager of the company. Mm, might be used in situations where a person is like a top manager. So this is kind of another key point. We use this of pattern when belonging to talk about like key roles in organizations or key roles for organizations. So she's the head of the company. In contrast, we would not say she's the head in the company. We would not use a pattern like that. She's the head of the company. Let's look at another example here. Have you ever seen the Queen of England? Have you ever seen the Queen of England? Here, England, it's a country, but we think of England as our group, our organization. Queen then, the Queen, shows this top level position. So the Queen of England, meaning she is the Queen that belongs to England. So this shows her relationship to this larger organization, in this case, a country. So the Queen of England. So we would use this again for like politicians, we would use this for public figures, kings, queens, and so on. But again, they're at this very high level position in their organization. So let's look at one uh, maybe smaller level organization for this last example. We're the leaders of this group. We're the leaders of this group. So this could be a volunteer group in your community, for example. Here, the group is our organization. The leaders, the leaders, in this case, more than one person. The leaders are the top people in the organization. We connect the top people to the organization to which they belong with the word of. We're the leaders of this group. So if we wanted to talk about the members, we could say, we're members of such and such group, yes, but you would use that if you're introducing yourself to someone outside the situation and you kind of want to show perhaps a sense of pride in your belonging. Uh, we tend to use in more when we're talking more internally, I feel. So like I'm a member of such and such group would be okay, um, but we would probably use for like companies and so on, like a manager in this company. So there are a couple situations where there's a little bit of flexibility in terms of the preposition that's used, but a good rule is that when you're talking about the leader of something, the leader of a group or the leader of an organization, you can use of to show their role. So leader, queen, king, 
uh, head of company, and use of to connect it to the company name, the organization name, the country name, and so on. If you want to talk about the members of something, uh, if you're talking to someone outside the group, it might be a good idea to use of. I'm a member of such and such group, uh, or I'm a manager in this company. I would prefer personally to use in for talking about company sorts of things. I would probably use of for talking about like group related things. So this is perhaps a small point that's a little bit uh, different for lower level people in organizations. But as I said, a good rule is to show belonging for people at the tops of organizations with of. Uh, so I hope that this lesson gave you some good ideas uh, and some good chances to practice these three uses of the word of. As I said, there are many other ways to use this word, uh, but I feel that these are probably some of the most common ways. And perhaps we can talk more about other uses of of in another video in the future. If you have any questions or comments, or if you want to practice making a sentence with this word, please feel free to do so in the comments section. Thanks very much for watching this lesson, and I will see you again soon. Bye-bye.